This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership, visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. of Mikey Meatballs, but rest assured, he is producing this disaster of a show. And joining me, as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds of D3, Harry, brother, bride, Darren, the parley kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? It's such a bummer. We could sound excited, but guys, there's one game left. I, actually, I should be excited because the bad news is I'm one and 11 with these postseason picks. We'll get into that in a second. The good news is I did cash a future at 21 to one somehow for the Chiefs and 49ers to make it to the Super Bowl. Now, I had like four or five other of those. Uh, but anyway, 21 to one. I'm proud of myself. One and 11. Not so proud. Worst part of that is Harry is beating me. We have a cap of consequence in the balance hanging. Uh, you beat me now, Harry. You are two and 10. Congratulations. I don't know how you did it. Two and 10 is better than one and 11 with one game left. Look, I guess I, I, I could take the easy way out. I could just take who you're taking. Well, you think I'm going to let you know my pick before you pick? I mean, of course, we're I not think doing I can it figure out who you're going to take. I, think I, I feel like I can figure out who you're going to take. So I, I mean, <laughs> you that's you should. You should. Brian, what, what, a, what a colossal F up this would be, right? If he takes the Chiefs just thinking that I'm going to take the Chiefs because I think he's going to take the Niners because he hates the Chiefs. Right. This is a mess all of a sudden. Yeah. I mean, I have. Uh, he should I mean, have to take the 49ers. He, shouldn't he? That's what I said yesterday. I think he has to take the 49ers. He's got he's gone against the Chiefs in all three games. He took the Dolphins. Hates the points. Chiefs. Yeah. Mother hates, have some mop. Hates, and down the hates the Chiefs. Year. I think. Yeah. He, yeah. He's got he's got to go against them. What What's the and uh, what's the tiebreaker, dude? We though? got to figure that out. Yeah. Pur Purdy's from Gilbert, Arizona. And by the way, how are we not starting the show with my. With my Yannick, we're not talking about my Yannick Center pick. We're going to end it with that because we do have an email <laughs> okay. on that. But uh, okay, who good. the hell cares? Why would we want to do that? Um, mm. I uh, Yes, Harry. You know, by the way, Harry, your two wins, you could easily, and this would be so much better for everyone if you had yeah. lost the two. It's essentially, Darren, he won on two, basically two-point conversions. A two-point conversion that didn't happen in Tampa Bay 
uh, Detroit game, right? Where Evans could have stopped short, went to catch it, right? I would win. He would lose there. And the Lions touchdown at the end, which, you know, was from two point conversion land, like two and a half, three yards away. Sure. Niners lucky to be covering at any point in that game, but freaking Harry gets the benefit of those coin flip plays, right? Yeah, he did. Sal could easily be uh, 0-4 the playoffs right now. It's been a tough. It's been a tough sled for pretty much all of us, except for brother Bry. All right, so Bry and Darren are now tied because Bry, you've been tremendous in these playoffs. What? Wait, what are you now? Eight and four in the playoffs. Eight and four. That's good. I mean, I would sign up. My God, I would kill for that. You and you and Darren are tied. This is great going into the last game. Um, We're gonna look ahead at that line right now. It's San Francisco one and a half. 47 and a half is the over under, um, you know, I, I did with Simmons. I did guess the lines and that franchise might be dead. I mean, just the way it ended, it was so controversial. <laughs> I guessed first, I guess two. He's like, oh, I was going to go two also. Maybe I'll just go one and a half to be different. And God damn it. Of course it was one and a half at the time Sunday night when we did this. So I don't know, yeah. let, let Belichick come in, let them go against each other. Let them cheat. Two cheaters square <laughs> off. That's what it should be. I guess the lines going forward. But anyway, Harry, are you surprised by the one and a half? Which way do you think it shifts if at all, or is this the right number? I think a little bit. I'm surprised. I think it does shift. I think it shifts towards Kansas city. Um, Forget about all the Swifties and the merchandise sales that are going to be uh, profited from that. But Mahomes is 10 and three straight up as an underdog and 11 and one, 11, one and one against the spread as an underdog. So I think it definitely shifts to the, uh, to the, maybe the chiefs, uh, maybe the chiefs minus one, one and a half. Listen, he was 10, one and one and 10 and three or whatever a week before all those numbers were great going into Baltimore when he was an underdog and it moved the other way. It moved from three to four and a half, Darren. What Polly kid, what is what's going on here? I'm surprised. I will say this is the, I don't have a lean on this right now. We're 10 days out, 11 days out, whatever it is. I don't have a, I think it's the first time in a while and maybe at 11 and one or one and 11, I should, I should take six weeks to consider who I'm going to pick here. But, um, uh, are you are you shocked at the one and a half? The, the more disrespect for the Chiefs. But yeah, I mean it's I, it's continual. Uh, I, we saw it. Uh, we thought last week it would come back around and it never did. It actually went the other way. Uh, yeah, so I, I guess I'm not really surprised. Um, I guess if we really look at what the Chiefs have, have done. Uh, you know, they're not scoring their typical, like, you know, was, everybody's so used to the Chiefs uh, years for years putting up, you know, 35, 40, just really not the case with their offense. So they don't really pull away from anybody. And when you think they're going to pull away, they never do really, right? Teams hang around. It's kind of strange, but they get the job done. And I think you're looking for Brother Brian. I think you're looking at a, a, a tie. It's going to result in a tie. Because oh, you think you're both I'm taking like, the same team? I'm like 99% sure we're both going to be on the same team. <laughs> you're here. both taking the Chiefs. Think. You could say I, that. You're both taking the yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, if we can talk about it now, I would <laughs> I assume care. I – That's I don't think – unless Brian now would switch and go against that I pick. could have done that last year, Darren. Um, I didn't do it. I didn't take the easy way out. Well, listen, take I, who you want. Take who you think is going to win. I'm just saying I just I, – yeah. I would – I, I, you know, I can't think about that. I got to just think about who I really like in the game. But Sal, right? so point to, that's a point to what you, what you two were saying, but when is the last time we, have we ever seen a number one seed, a number one seed in like San Francisco 
um, have two playoff games where they probably should have lost both and definitely outplayed in both. And now they made it to the Super Bowl and now they're a favorite against Messed Kansas up City. Year. Well, I mean, they're yeah. powered. If you power rank them all year, they were like sometimes, Brian, they, at one point they were like five points better than the best team, you know? So, yeah. Do you keep, well, I, I see what the parlay kid is saying. The Chiefs offense, Chiefs are a great team. I don't care what you say, Harry. Great, great team. Uh, underwhelming offense. The Niners defense is underwhelming too. So right. I think that's, that's, that's what it's about. And City right. defense is amazing. Very strange how it's uh, it's really moving up. But Bri, man, uh, uh, perhaps I show my ignorance asking this question. Does it change if you open this up at Kansas City minus one and a half? Are people really betting because of the one? Are people, is it really determined that, no, 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 you can't make Kansas City one and a half because what if the game ends on one? Like who cares who's favored right. one and a half? Right, right, right. Point, yeah, right? the one, the one, one and a half doesn't really matter. I mean, I guess mm-hmm. the thing was when the line first opened up, supposedly it was. I mean, I, I don't know if the public got to see it, but three. supposedly two and a half or three. And at that yeah. point in time, it's like, all right, you got to take the Chiefs, and that's what brought it down. But yeah, right. one and a half either way. I mean, I definitely could see what Harry's saying going a one or one and a half uh, to the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it is interesting because again, the Ravens were four and a half point favorites. Bills were favorites. Um, and I, I know this is neutral, neutral field, but I, you know, I, I think there are still maybe p- potentially the pro betters are still thinking, well, the Ravens and the 49ers were the two best teams throughout the whole year. If it was four and a half with the Ravens on a neutral field, it still makes sense maybe for the 49ers to be a one point. Yeah, that's, uh, I guess how they did it. Yeah. But yeah, it's, I, yeah, I, I, and I totally hear what you're saying. I mean, I think that's the biggest issue right now is the 49ers defense. Although I will say that the Lions offense, again, is, at times, especially in these first halves of these games, they are explosive. They have a lot of speed. Uh, you know, the Chiefs aren't going to have that, but. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's still still underwhelming. Their that's defense. I mean, if they we'll, step up, we'll they have a that. chance to win. If they, if uh, they step kid, up, but. as a teaser maniac, which I am as well, can't do a three teamer. Well, I guess you could, but it'd be kind of you're going to do a lot of weird rooting throughout the game if you pick both teams and the over under or both over under and one team. But man, people, the one thing about the one and a half is you should be all over seven and a half if you like the Chiefs. And you have a lean on the over under, which is 47 and a half. You can move that six or seven points. You agree? I absolutely agree with that, Sal. It's a good point. Um, I'd be a lot to give a, a Chiefs team. And uh, yeah. I don't know, which way would you lean, though? Would you go, would I don't you know. lean on the over or under there at this point? I, I don't know. You know, that throw that Rams, what was it, Rams Patriots, Harry? That it was just no scoring. It was disgusting a couple mm-hmm. of years ago. 13 3, right? You end up in the 40s. Almost always in these games, right? Right. But the other thing is people love betting the over. So this could, you might benefit by taking this right now with the Chiefs, if you like the over, and over 41 and a half, because that's a number that could, I think, go up. Right, Eric? It could, but I'll tell you what, I, I know we're going to discuss it in a little bit, but this 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 Kansas City defense has been, I know. I mean, you want to talk about Mahomes and Reed, it's all well we do. And good. We're going to do it uh, all. But Mahomes' his numbers are somewhat pedestrian in the playoffs and over the last five games. This 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 ball, this defense for Kansas City is not even really getting the credit they deserve. They've been unbelievable. I mean, they beat Miami, who was second in points scored, beat them easy. Mm. Bills were fourth in yards and sixth in points this year. And Baltimore, first in rushing, 
And uh, they shut them all down with pretty much a lot. You know, they were amazing in all three. The all right, let's do this. Let's take a quick break and then we'll quickly recap because I know people have moved on, but we'll recap the two Sunday games, the championship games. And then I have some stats. I love what the Internet is doing. I mean, uh, Bri, the Internet really steps it up in the two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl. And like the week before, there's like great memes, great trends. And I found a couple that just floored me. And we're going to read those and we'll cool. do that. We'll have our NBA picks bed aches and uh we have some email we'll do all that when we get back this episode is brought to you by jiffy lube cars can be a big investment so it's important to take care of them i once got a car that i started out with twenty five thousand miles on i got it to over two hundred thousand miles because i took care of it you know how you take care of a car you take care of the maintenance the oil the brakes all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. All right, so let's recap this Chiefs um, Ravens game. So I, I don't want to go play play by play, but seventeen ten final Chiefs win. Very weird game in that each team let the other team have a major opportunity to get back in it or to win the game. Right, Baltimore having absolutely no offense except for the one touchdown. They matched them. Right, Chiefs had the big long drive. Baltimore goes and matches them, and then nothing afterwards. The Chiefs defense. Mm-hmm. Shut them down. Uh, but then Chiefs are not scoring in the second half. They only score three in the possession right before the half. And then they get the ball and they don't score. Right there for the taking for the Ravens. Didn't do it. 17-10 final. Parlay kid, who gets, let's do this. Who gets the most credit? Who gets the most shit? And then who are you most surprised at? Most credit. Start us off. Uh, most credit, I think. Uh, I'll give it to the defensive unit of yeah. uh the Chiefs, it's easy. I mean, they're just so unheralded. I, I And I don't understand really why. I mean, Spagnola, you know, former Giants defense coordinator, who we got to see a lot of uh, here when he was with the Giants, he's, he's obviously very, very good. But this is, I think, by far the best overall defense the Chiefs have had. That This is where they excel is on the defensive side of the ball. So I think they have to get the most credit in this game, Sal. Uh, unfortunately, I think I hate to say it. I mean, we could say it's the, a coaching issue because the Ravens, um, they just didn't run the ball against the team where if they have a weakness, right? It, it was, uh, I guess against the run. And when they did no, run, definitely. they had there some were 28 success. DPA against the run. All the research right, I did, right. I, I, look, I, I'll take my one and 11, but damn it. The Ravens third in the league running the ball should have run the ball against the chiefs. And I, and, I agree, and especially didn't. in that type of uh, weather um, wasn't great raining a little bit and cold and stuff, but I just don't know. Here's my thing is I, I don't know who I can blame that on just yet because I don't know how much Lamar is able to audible out of say a pass right. into a run or vice versa, mm-hmm. you know? So does he have the uh, opportunity to call audibles and audible into a run or, or again, vice versa. So, so I think though, I guess the most who should get, who should get the most crap, I guess 
it's got to be the MVP of the league, right? He is the MVP, and he had a very underwhelming game uh, in, in, on the biggest stage, or the, basically the second biggest stage. Um, so I guess it's Lamar, but I think the coaching staff, because they got away from their run game, which they do so well, um, I think they got to take – a lot of blame for that. I'm, I'm with um, you. We'll, we'll get to your surprise in a second because I yeah, okay. pretty much agree with that. Spagnola, you, you can't mention him enough. The problem is you don't want to lead on talk radio or in sports media when you're dissecting this game with the name Steve Spagnola. You have to crap on Lamar or you know or whatever the running not the decision not to run or or hate on Kelsey and tell like that. That's what gets clicks, stuff like that. Steve Spagnola and that defense is spectacular. And that's why they are where they are. Of, of course, Mahomes just yeah. was dazzling with his play calling and, and things like that. But all right, Brian, most credit. Who gets most crap? Well, I'm going to say the same thing as you guys. Look, I think yeah. Spagnola gets the most credit because I do think they had the perfect game plan, right? And the Ravens did play right into it. And and Parley Kidd and I were talking about this is the way they were rushing Jackson, they did such a good job of keeping him pretty much in the pocket. Or even when he got out, there were still guys there, right? Like the tackles kind of never got up the field too far. The DNs, you know, never let him get outside. They had kind of a wide, you know, very wide rush, never let him get outside. But then they also had like safeties or D-backs flying up, especially in the second half. You could see some of those guys just flying up and making tackles as soon as Lamar got out. So I don't know if they're alternating spies or what they were doing there. Uh, but it, yeah, it was just a perfect game plan by them. And and, and who gets the most crap? I, I mean, I do think it's Harbaugh. I mean, there's been well, some... Well, Todd Munkin, Harbaugh, yeah, that combination there, right? Yeah, I, look, I, I, I don't know. Well, And again, that goes back to the credit, right? I will say, you know, the, the Chiefs, kind of did what they had to do. I mean, I know we could say like in the second half, oh, you know, offensively they were awful and the Ravens defense was great, but they were kind of just playing that almost like, I think it's going to continue to be the same thing. The Ravens are going to continue to try to pass the ball and and we're having success yeah. defensively, right? They, they could have tested them more though, Brian. I think there were only three early down runs from the Ravens from no, someone other than 17 Lamar. yards, right? It's a three for 17. So you're averaging more than five yards of carry. Which, like no, which made yeah. no sense, but it was just that, and all, you know, you, you're down seven immediately. You tie it up. You're down okay. seven immediately again, right after that. And it was Fine. almost like, they abandoned it. I don't know yeah. why. I don't. I mean, yeah, it was you would just have thought a really... it was 34-10 in the fourth quarter. The exactly. Way they just, or exactly. Quarter, if they were down, whatever. I think you could justify it. If they were down two touchdowns immediately, you could justify all right. Maybe you can't. Again, right. the way this Chiefs offense is looking early, you can't. But, but again, I, I, I think that's, I think that's on Harbaugh. Yeah, uh, Harry, are we missing anyone? Most credit. I know well, it's tough for you to give anyone on Kansas City a credit, but it's Max Spagnuolo is the one. This I'm is the time. This is the this time to give Darren. one guy credit. This, Go ahead, this is the time, time, and I'm I'm agreeing with Darren. I'm giving the Kansas City defense all the credit in the world. <laughs> this is the best defense. This is the best defense that uh, under in the uh, Mahomes era that they've had in Kansas City. Let me just say, they, Miami, Buffalo, Baltimore, Kansas City in the second half has given up 10 points in the second half in those three playoff games combined in the last five meaningful games for Kansas City. 
They've given up 13 points in the second half. The last six games overall, they've given up 19 points in the second half. Sneed's been all over the place. He's been fantastic. Jarring the ball loose from Flowers was a huge play in that game. So I'm going to give all the and all the credit, but I'm also going to like I am going to give it uh, the crap. Is Lamar? He's 0 5 now. When uh, down double digits at half, three of those games happened to be against Kansas City. Uh, Beckham, Bateman, and Andrews combined. 39 yards. Uh, Lamar had half that receiving on that one play from those three guys alone. And again, we mentioned not being able to run the ball. 81 yards when you came off having 229 against Houston. And I don't understand how all these other coaches that we really haven't heard too much of are in these uh, positions for consideration for head coaching jobs. I don't know how Spagnuolo's not. Yeah. It's funny what he's done here, Parley Kid. I don't know if you realize it. He's taken the unit, the defense, which is great, obviously, but it's sort of he's made because it's separate from what everyone's saying. So he doesn't have to be on the hook for praising Mahomes or Andy Reid. But the truth is that offense did everything but score. They did everything right but score. They were dazzling Mahomes with the screen pass, with the little hitch play over the middle. Like everything was working. I had not seen anything like it. They like stymied. The Ravens defense, let's not forget, they were supposed to be good. And by the way, the Ravens defense was good, except for a few like, dumb ad, like bonehead plays, Bry. It seemed yeah. like they were doing Shut everything KCI right, Chiefs, half. offensively. And I think Andy Reid gets credit for that. They just couldn't score a lot, which was weird. Well, and you talk about those boneheaded penalties, Sal. Yeah. The funny thing is, like, you know, we like to complain about those, especially when Mahomes getting the calls. Like those were ones that you couldn't even argue. No, we're just yeah. like, no, you right, couldn't I because I would have heard Harry argue it by now. <laughs> I admit it. Yeah. yeah, there was one at the end that could have been argued, but Brian, you're right. Yep. Yeah, they. Uh, yeah. Couldn't so anyway, uh, yeah, Zay Flowers, uh, who gets the most crap. Zay Flowers is right there with them. I mean, I don't know what the hell happened with that guy. Just really, just looked like, just looked like a rookie that was happy to be there, celebrating, taunting. You, you can't not call him taunting. He hit all three prongs of taunting, like spinning the ball, put the hand on the head, you know, circling the guy, like everything you're going to do to taunt. Okay. And then to lunge for the end zone, like you said, Sneed made the great play there. But uh, thanks, A. Flowers. And then cuts his hand though, uh, open on the sideline, mm. um, throwing a tantrum. Uh, most surprising, I'm going to go Kelsey. I got to, you know, I left him for dead, Parley Kid. I was yeah. like, this guy, I don't know if it's yeah. the distractions or what. By God, he did go eight games in a row without a touchdown. And he's like, nah, well, I'm going to turn it on when I need to. I know what I'm doing here. 11 catches. I know there's Kelsey, Taylor Swift fatigue, but he, I feel like he played us. He played us all. And that's my surprise. It's surprising to say that Kelsey's a surprise, but that is who I'm going with. What do you have written them? Yeah, I would say I I was going with the other tight end in Andrews. Yeah. Uh, And I know you had, but you had Kelsey for the first touchdown, Sal. So I don't know. I mean, you had him to score that first touchdown, right? I had every tight end except for Kelsey (laughs) to score the first touchdown this week. And I'll tell you why I say it's Andrews because like Harry just gave the numbers. Um, you know, comes back. You think this is going to be a big boost for that Ravens offense. And he was never part of the offense, even though they didn't run the ball. He was still not part of the passing game. And I wonder if in a way, if that hurt the offensive chemistry that they had developed late in the season without Andrews on the field. And I'm an Andrews guy. He's a guy's a good heck of a player, but, um, Really was a non fact. I thought he, if he was coming back, he would be a hundred percent. 
or as very close to it and be a factor in the game. And he was an absolute non-factor. So I'll take the other tight end as the biggest surprise. None of those guys got open. It's so crazy, right? Trying, I'm looking now. Yeah. Like even likely, you figured uh, he had two catches. Beckham just couldn't get open for his life. And uh, yeah, you're right. Lamar, 13 yard yeah. reception. I mean, Zay Flowers at five for 115, but really blew it for them. All right, uh, bribe. Most surprising. Well, I think the most surprising for me is, you know, in terms of Lamar decision making, we, you know, again, the fact that he's going to be MVP, you thought maybe by this time, right? I, I know he's not traditional, the traditional quarterback, but you thought maybe that they, this offense was kind of in a rhythm with the speed they had that they could kind of exploit the, yeah. the defenses. And, but mm -hmm. I thought Lamar could have been, I mean, he was so bad, though. I, I thought he could have been picked off like five or six times in that game, right? Yeah. It wasn't His even. His sidearm short throws were was batted side, down. Yeah. Oh, they, they, not, yeah. Literally, no, nothing was working. I mean, he had the fumble, you know, he had the fumble, too. That was huge early in that game, you know. But mm. yeah, I just thought he could have thrown five or six picks in that game. I think I was, it'd be funny if he, if he asked for a contract extension at the end of the year. I think that's the way to do it if you're Lamar. All right, Harry, uh, who's surprised? I mean, uh, again, it's just the lack of uh, the game didn't get away from Baltimore. They were always in the game. So the lack of focusing on running the ball was just amazing, considering, uh, again, a 229 last week, uh, the week before against Houston, only 81 here. And Gus Edwards, his first carry right up the gut for 15 yards, he touched the ball two more times the entire game. The entire game. They didn't try Justice Hall. Uh, Justice Hall. Uh, Hill. Either. Let's call him Hill. Hill. Either. Yeah. Hall. They didn't trust <laughs> Hill that much either. He only had three carries. And to be honest, Lamar Jackson's rushing. He, there weren't really a lot of plays there designed for him to just take off. Maybe a fake, like a fake, like you're thinking they're going to throw, and then he takes off. Not really. And he had a he had about 20 yards of that 54 that he had, which wasn't great at the end of the game when the, you know Kansas City was giving that to him. Justice Hall was the name of the building you were sent to, Harry, when you were arrested for uh, public intoxication as a 19-year-old, I think. Uh, Is that right there? Uh, we go, right there next to Town Hall? What did I do? I, I, did, do, I did do that, didn't I? Know I know you did. Yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, let's do the other one real quick. San Francisco, Detroit, 34-31. So now I lost on the Baltimore game. I was like, well, I don't recommend this to anyone, but I'm like, I'm going San Fran money line. I have to do it. I can't. I can't. So – obviously I'm just like hiding under the covers for most of that game. No business being in there until the end, except great comeback. So let's figure it out. Parley kid. I'm going to say I had trouble with who gets the most credit because unlike mm. the first game, no one from start to finish had an amazing three hours, right? Fred Warner had 13 tackles. If you want to put him in there, I have a feeling I know who you're going to take. I'll lead you in there. Brock Purdy was exceptional in the second half aside from maybe one pass. So uh, you want to take it from here? Yeah, look, I, I I agree with you. There's, I don't. I think San Francisco was fortunate and, and very lucky. Uh, they had a couple Again. bounces go their way uh, in this game, and a couple boneheaded. It's very uh, much more easier for me to pick on who gets the most crap uh, for this. So I, I just look. I'll throw Purdy a bone here because I think uh, you know even early in that game, I'm, we're getting texts from. Lil A and oh, other people we know going, this guy's a bum. He's, he's <laughs> terrible. He's terrible. And I'm like, what? I don't, I just don't see it. I, I get it. But I feel like when the chips are down, no matter how poorly he's played to a point, Purdy, he always seems to rebound, right? Like he doesn't, 
He's got he's very even keeled. He never gets too up or too down, and he just plays football. And he made some plays with his feet. He had uh, obviously his rushing totals were very high uh, in the game, and he made some big throws. I mean, you watch it. I know the ball doesn't seem like he seems like the right-handed like Tua, right? Like the ball's not coming out great, uh, but it's getting there, uh, and. I, he just makes plays when he has to. Look, you take McCaffrey off that offense and, and Debo coming back. I always said, and I've said this on the podcast, Debo's the, the critical component to that team. When he yeah. when he doesn't play, they really struggle. Oh, the numbers him, are right there. Yeah. It, it's very simple. Um, but I just I'll give it, I'll give I'll throw Purdy a bone. For, Here's, um, and you have to be, but well, his second half numbers, if you read Peter King or just look at him in a box score are exceptional in the Packers game. And, you know, in the game uh, the other day against the lions, but the weird thing about football, you were, it, it, you're so close feast and famine. It's just one play away, right? Like we could be talking about Josh Allen and not, and not the chiefs. If they win that game, right? Every game is really just, a matter of right. one or two plays, right, Brian? Like it just seemed like not Cowboys Packers. That was like six or seven plays that had to go the Cowboys way for them to win that. But every most games here is just like, oh, if one play, and that's why I hate to do this. But Brady, we should never stop talking about what Brady did. Just making the AFC champ. Forget about the six, six Super Bowls with the Patriots, the one with the Bucks. Just being there for the AFC championship, knowing and seeing so many times that the bounce of a ball could just change yep. it, change it so much, right? right? It's just unbelievable. And what I'm talking about here is Purdy throwing a dime to the Lions safety's helmet up down 24-10. If he intercepts that and it's not bouncing around and hits Ayuk and whatever, uh, we might be talking a different story because I believe in streaks. 24-10, you know, maybe they don't have the momentum there. Um, So I don't have a, 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 whatever. I'm going to pass on the who gets the most credit. Bri, give us most credit. And then we'll, well get into most credit. I'm doing what you just said. I'm yeah. doing what you said. I'm giving most credit to Ayuk um, just because <laughs> I do think the momentum in that game, I mean, that is such a crazy play. And I know a lot of it has to do with the D back there potentially right. picking it off. But Ayuk makes such a special play on that ball that that immediately changes the game around. Right. right. I mean, and then you get it. You can't really. The next play, you get a fumble. I mean, you can't, you know, I know there was a lot of guys on that, but immediately the game is tied right after that. I mean, you, you're potentially going down 17 or 21 and the game is going to be over. But IU comes up with that play. And I just thought the momentum changed as soon as he made that catch. Harry, you have anyone different for uh, star of the game or star unit or anything? No, but just, you know, McCaffrey was fantastic as usual. I mean, he just ran so hard. He was so strong. What do you have? Over 130 combined, two touchdowns. We expect that from him. But, Sal, I'm kind of with you in uh, taking Purdy because of what he did, like you said, second half to Green Bay, second half uh, on Sunday, uh, being able to take off, run the ball, get first downs, uh, average almost 10 yards a carry in that game. And, uh, yeah, very fortunate with that pass, absolutely, but still made some key plays and key passes. Uh I think it's more uh, Purdy that gets the nod there because uh, a lot of time, a lot of people were against him heading into that game, and he proved them wrong in the second half. All right, now quickly because I know this has been discussed ad nauseum, but I'm not going to I'm not going to crap on Coach Campbell as much as everybody else here. I, um, you know, the kicker was Badgley's like from 48 plus is 53 percent or something, 
And this has been his thing all year going forward on fourth and two and fourth and three. And I think he likes that he doesn't have a great kicker because then he could just say, well, I go out. Well, we don't have a great kicker. So I go for it and I'm going to go for it anyway. How about catch a pass, Lions? How about what 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 the hell happened to them at halftime where they all decided to catch passes, including the, the drop passes, including on a fourth and three. That first time they went was a drop or, you know, a little throw behind them. But if you catch a freaking pass, we don't have to talk about referees. We don't have to talk about coaches and stuff like that. So I'm going to give the most shit to the Lions receivers. Also, Chase Young, who seems to shouldn't be in the NFL right now. I don't even know if he's going to make the uh, the Super Bowl roster at this point. Bright, uh, who gets the most crap? Well, it's funny that you say that with Young because I know there's there there's a potential they might bench him, and yeah. then maybe maybe that's one of the reasons why the 49ers defense has not been that good when the guy's being super lazy in that. But yep. who gets the most shit, right? You could talk about Campbell. You could talk about Reynolds, right? Dropping two huge yep. passes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's definitely the most shit goes to Harry. Because <laughs> if you recall, oh, yeah. on our text chain, uh, uh, 14, uh, he gives the, he, he sends well, the photo. I had to send something. He sends the something. photo of his cartoon of him holding the line above his head. Yes. <laughs> and immediately, immediately after he sent that, I'm I'm pretty sure that decision to not go for for the field goal uh, to go up 17 uh, happened immediately after after he sent that. It so was. It's we really be, should have live bet the hell out of it. I, right I mean, after. I told yeah. you, whenever Harry does something like that, it's an automatic jinx, right? Whenever he mentions a bet of his, whenever mm-hmm. he does something like that, automatic jinx. So Why do you do that, gotta, Harry? Gotta for be years, Harry. it's got to be this way. Why do you do that? Kind of fun. <laughs> it's fun. It's fun to, to control the destiny of the team you root for in a negative way. I don't kind know. Of. I don't know, Parley kid. Uh, but we know. knew it. We knew it right away as soon as he sent that to us, right? Just disgusting. Oh, we knew. Yeah, we, we all laughed. Well, it, was like, it was immediate. And like, so you make some good points. And this is why, you know, through the media, you know, quarterbacks constantly get blamed and all this stuff. But you're right. It's such a slim margin between being a hero or or oh, a goat. Yeah. It's incredible. Like, but it does does seem like there are some teams that catch those breaks more often than others, right? Like, you know, as we watch Romo, we'd always be like, you know, probably that pass gets picked if that's Tony Romo, right? With like, like Purdy, he seems to have some magic in a way that I don't know. With his career, things are going his way, and. uh yeah, if I, so in terms of the most crap for me, uh, I hate to say it. I know you, you know, I get it. But when you're up 14, when when they were up 14, mm. right? And I'm trying to figure out exactly what the time was right this now. This is the seven second, minutes left. The second seven time, minutes seven left, months ago in the game. Seven minutes left in the third. Right. Okay. It's a 45-yard field goal, Sal. It's not, it's, it's, it's a very makeable field goal. And it's it's a fourth and a long two for Detroit. I think you got to just kick that. You got to if you go up seventeen, psychologically, that game is most likely over at that point. I don't see how it couldn't have been over when he when they don't get it there. It's still a two touchdown game. I I mean talk about having some life. But then again, that pass could have easily been picked, and then it wouldn't have mattered. So. I don't know. Right, Campbell, I know. Look, Catch he's done a great job. Done a great job. Lions receivers, yeah. Lions safety. What's that guy's name? T- 
Tyndall, what, what's a Kindle? Uh, catch, catch the friggin' ball. Anybody well, they, catch the ball? Lines, I mean, Reynolds dropped several passes. I mean, that, well, that craziness. Was, it was bad. bad Biggest job surprise for me. Lions rushing attack worked 182 yards. That was a surprise. I mean, we saw Gibbs like just, it'd be like third and 12. And he's just like kind of a leisurely jog to the sticks outside. They were gashing them inside. They were gashing them. Um, 182, you would have bet a lot on the Lions to at least cover, and they did that, but maybe even the win. And that's uh, going forward a little bit rough. Eh? You don't think of Pacheco, you know, holding, um, you know, the, held in high regard as Montgomery and Gibbs are in terms of uh, putting up like a 182. But, Brian, what surprised you most? Well, I mean, we've already talked about it. And look, I don't know if it's as, I mean, you could totally say it was the, the Lions offensive line was great in that game right i mean they were opening up some big holes and so they could get all the credit i do think though the 40 the 49ers defense i don't i we talked about it but i just don't know what's missing there because i will say the linebackers like you know warner and and, and those guys are i feel like they are all over the field having to make plays i feel like the defensive line just for whatever reason, has really not stepped Holes up are in too a couple. Big. Yeah, yeah, they haven't mm. really stepped up in it. You know, I was expecting those guys to be somewhat dominant. It's it's not, it's not happening, and I think that's causing some issues. Yeah. In, you know, on the back end for them. All right, I don't know if anyone has anything to add to the surprise. Another surprise coming in: Ben Johnson staying on as offensive coordinator with the Lions. Yeah. Mm. Straight. So I guess Washington gets Vrabel now. Is that what we're going to, I mean, we might this before this post, uh, we might even get that news, but um, Hmm. yeah, it's interesting because we talked about these guys taking interviews and you know, Ben Johnson took a bunch of interviews and still like told the line. And like, I wonder what Dan Campbell thinks of something like this, right? Like, Hey, you took all those interviews uh, didn't work out or maybe it's about to work out for one thing, but you want to come back here. It's a little bit, it's a weird dynamic. It's why they should not allow these interviews. It's just yeah. such weirdness mm. now. Although I thought, he, uh, I mean, I don't he know took why. four t- interviews that first week. Well, I don't know why somebody's not hiring him though. Yeah. I mean, their game other. plan and offensively, again, there was nothing. I mean, he did a fantastic job, right? If you're going to go for it on those four down, like. Yeah. The, he the lost plays, the race to 30 though. That was kind of his thing. Yeah. His, you know, his, his receivers failed him. Uh, the, the decision to go for it was Campbell. So he, yeah. they fa- he failed him. I, I thought the game plan and the way they execute on offense is great though. So he's the mm-hmm. type of guy, you know, your McDaniel and, and these new type of offensive coaches. I mean, he should yeah. be the head coach of a team. Well, I think that's what, I think he realized the, those, those places that were left. Right. Were yeah. Just, I mean, it's true. Would not, with more dead end jobs for him at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, so um, I'm not sure who would want that commander's job, to be honest with you. It would have been right a weird now, thing, so. though, if he took the commander's job and the OC is enemy, who's been passed up by everybody for mm-hmm. head, I guess he would just be fired, right? Like the enemy would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of times those guys bring in their own guys, too. Yeah, so. yeah, sure. yeah, that would have to be it. All right, let's uh, quickly go to the, like I said, I brought up earlier, the internet really, uh, it's the place to be for these two weeks because it comes up with great stuff. Uh, I'm sent 10 things a day that I'm laughing about. And like, it makes me think with the Super Bowl, whether it's Taylor Swift related or not, but let's go with the super stat of the week. This actually is not exactly Super Bowl related, but maybe Harry, I'll listen up. This one, um, really surprised me. Patrick Mahomes has now played 17 playoff games. This is from our, uh, friend, Robert Mays. 
17 playoff games, Harry. So that's a full season. His numbers in that season, 67.4%, 4,802 yards, 39 touchdowns, seven interceptions, and which is pretty much in line with his MVP numbers from 2022. But the difference is it's against the best teams on the biggest stage over six years. Robert May says that. Come on, Harry. Defense is great, but give me a break. Uh, Yeah. And uh, defense has been way better than great because if you, you know, like I said, you know, Mahomes numbers over the last five games, kind of pedestrian. When people want to give him all the credit in the world, that's, I hear it. I get it. But the last five games, he's averaged 240 yards passing and one touchdown a game. Okay. Mm-hmm. The only, the big thing is he hasn't thrown a pick since that uh, Raiders debacle. I feel like I get the impression in that last game though. If Mahomes needed to, he could have thrown for 404 touchdowns. Well, I yeah. think, you know what? I, I really I think got that impression have, in that game. If he had I think to. in that game, I think in that game he could have probably if he wanted to uh thrown for about 77% completion percentage in that I game. I mean, jeez. I I I just don't he's Every pass I don't was think there. I've ever seen a guy being able to scramble the way he does, especially because he's not exceptionally fast, but or like agile, but somehow he's able to scramble inside that pocket and keep his eyes downfield better than anybody I've ever seen. Right. Like he's it's like you don't know where he sees these guys from sometimes. Amazing. Amazing. Yeah. I don't know if it's like a shortstop thing or what 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 the hell goes on there, Parlor Kid, but right, right. right. It's really something else. It's something to watch. I don't necessarily think he has to get to seven Super Bowl wins to get to Brady, but Brady played 22 years. We got we got to see what? We got to see another half decade out of him, right, Bry? Five wins um, in 11 or 12 years? Maybe, but let, let's yeah. pump the brakes Yeah, look, look, if he wins this one, he wins another before he's 30. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely the best stretch a quarterback has had. Right? I've most, said this. Most, I think most, it's it, most dominant. I mean, again, yeah. even Brady's first first Super Bowl or some of the others. I mean, you know, it wasn't necessarily. I, but I know if, you could say the defense here, but I will say, like, they just manage the game so well. It's just like yeah. it's almost like they're smarter than everybody between right. Reed and, and Mahomes. They just do what they have to do. You know, even there was games in the past, too, where it doesn't they don't care if they cover. They just, you know, they just want to win the game. They they kind of play to what the other team is doing. And but Mahomes hasn't even been, I don't know. Right. You, you see these Isn't other quarterbacks, right. you see these other quarterbacks almost throwing five or six interceptions. Like Purdy could have had a few. Lamar, yeah. I feel like Mahomes isn't even close. Like I, I, to turn right. He's not even I close so. to turning the ball I over. I think you're right. Um yeah. well, th- this was another stat. Now I'm reading it, I don't understand it. Brian, did you send this? The 49ers and Chiefs have no Alabama players on their active roster. I sent so that. Yeah, you, you sent did. Probably like it. So a streak continues that no player who finished college at Alabama has scored a point in a Super Bowl. Players from 143 other colleges, from Coast Guard, one point, to Miami, 84, have scored in the Super Bowl. How is this? Po- That's not right. That's right? Jalen Hurts didn't go to Alabama? I guess he... Well, again, is, scoring, it's like it's like Joe Namath, right? He was in Alabama. But I think right. it's like actually scoring a point. Did he not like run a, a touchdown. touchdown in Hurts? Harry, he didn't have a rushing touchdown, Hurts? That's, mm. that's a good question. I guess not. Yes, not. According to that guy. I, I mean, guess again, uh, this would be, be a really news. weird thing to go out on a limb about. if, uh, <laughs> right. if uh, he, Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't. That's astounding if that's true. 
What the hell? Let's think back now. Wide receivers, any of these guys? Two of them do it. Jalen Hurts Hurts did score a rushing touchdown last year in the Super Bowl. What is the stat? He scored multiple. Everything I said. Oh, wait a second. He had three rushing rushing touchdowns last year. Wait a second. He didn't finish Alabama? read Read the tweet again. What is this? Some riddle with the four nine chiefs having no Alabama ra- players on the roster. A remarkable streak can conti- can continue. No player who finished college at Alabama has he finished at Oklahoma. Oh yeah. Finished at okay. Alabama. All right. I see. Yeah. I see. Okay. There yeah. we go. That's the wow. catch. All right. Man. So that's something else. So he should have gone to coast guard. That's what All right. <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll then uh, do some NBA picks uh, quickly and then we'll get out of here. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right, we are uh, going to give our picks. NBA Wednesday night. Parley Kid and I got hammered last Thursday. Oof. Absolutely hammered. I had the heat. They got crushed by the Celtics, 143-1. I think they're still scoring the Celtics. Shot like 70%, something crazy. Uh, Parley Kid, you were not as uh, upset because Denver, who you picked, got demolished by the Knicks. Yeah, who, um, I was fine with that one. Yeah, I was fine. It, interesting team now, the Knicks now. Well, the Randall thing is weird. You may lose him for a month, but... Uh, could be a trade in the works. Could be a lot going on with that team. Uh, hey, uh, the great team, fun team ever since that trade there. Yep. Their defensive, uh, number one defense in the league. Loving the Knicks. They got to survive these uh, injury or two right now. Get get through when they got a nice uh, homestand coming up here for a while as well against mm-hmm. some winnable teams. So let's, uh, let's get it done. Keep getting right. it done. Let's give our picks. Uh, Paul, yeah, go ahead. We, you have the floor. Give your pick for uh, Wednesday. Well, yeah, I'm going to take the – look, I went uh, with the Nuggets last week. I'm going to go against them here. The Nuggets are coming off two exhilarating wins against the uh, Bucks and the Sixers, two big wins. And the Thunder, who are now a half game behind Denver and a game behind Minnesota, are coming off two clunkers. One devastating loss against the Pistons and then losing against the T-Wolves. So what does that usually mean in the NBA? Well, they come back home here now uh, to take on the Nuggets and uh, what, what should be maybe their biggest game of the year. I think this solidif- this is going to show us whether they are really for real or for not. I think they're for real. And I think they bounce back off two terrible losses, especially that Detroit loss, to a team that's coming off two very big wins, I think, Emotions will be down for Denver, up for OKC. OKC rides that momentum to a win, or at least rides that crowd mm. and the excitement tonight to a win, straight up uh, right. uh, against the Nuggets. Uh, the sports guy says OKC, a lock for number one seed. Doesn't even want to hear about it, Brian. Ooh, well, um, they're in ooh. third place in that division right now, Sal. Yeah. They got to they they win that. Tomorrow's game is huge. It's huge yep. for them. Well, you okay. can't lose to you can't lose to the Pistons and then all of a sudden get the one seed. Um, yeah, that's true. That that's true. Be, I that did should see be that. A, that should right, be true. Take, take it away. What you got? Yeah, I'm taking the Kings plus one over the Heat. It's weird. This Heat team is really in a funk, right? Even yeah, though they've no had kidding. a tough schedule, they lost seven straight, three straight at home. I'm not really sure what's going on there. 
And, and I know they brought Rozier in, and, and maybe they're not the same defensively yeah. in the last couple of games that they brought him in. Uh, and then on the other side, the Kings have won four straight, including three on the road here. So they've been playing really well against some pretty decent teams. So I'm going to stick with the hot team here and say uh, the Kings continue to roll, and I'll take the plus one. All right, Harry, you got the Milwaukee Bucks, another scatterbrained team, uh, giving almost double digits to the Blazers, right? Yeah, I've seen nine and a half, seen 10, 10 and a half. I'm going to lay it with the Bucs, and normally I don't do that, but Blazers' this team is 19 games under 500, 4 and 11 in the last 15. They did get a huge win for them on Monday by 26 over a Embiid-less Sixers squad. Doc Rivers now the coach for the Bucs. Uh, they lost uh, against Denver on Monday, uh, but the next four games um, – are on the road after Portland. They play Dallas, Utah, Phoenix. Um, I think Doc and the Bucks blow out the Blazers here. So I think it's a, uh, uh, I think they win this win by 15 to 20 points. Portland's second worst offense in the NBA. Uh, I hit both my picks last week when we did this. So I'm going to hmm. go uh, with a favorite here. I'm going to take the Bucks and the All right. Points. There you go. Uh, I'm going to go Suns. This is an ABC game Wednesday night. Three and a half point favorite over the Nets. Suns are on the road. Nets won by 33 over the Jazz Monday. Bridges had 33. Uh, Suns beat the Heat by 13. Everyone's beating them. Uh, as Brother Bry pointed out, Eric Gordon is a high scorer. Phoenix has won seven. Uh, they lost two. Now back to back. Back to their winning ways. They won seven, lost two. Now they're winning again. They're trying to play their way out of that seven to ten mess. They don't want to get involved in that. Nets trying to play their way into the 10th place uh, spot. Phoenix 10 under against the spread, but 11-11 against the number on the road. Beal, Gordon now, Booker, Durant, too much offense. Top 10 versus 21 defensively. Take the Suns, lay the points over the Nets. Let's take a quick break, and then we're going to get out of here. All right, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. That's where you go to write us, make fun of us. Plenty to make fun of mine and Harry's part. But uh, this guy actually praises Harry. Simon Kerwood emailed us at Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. He says, uh, Simo here, loyal listener from Ballarat, Victoria, Australia. I know I screwed up the pronunciation there. Massive fan of you, especially love Harry. Harry, it's amazing you tip center and congrats. But unfortunately, you mentioned Sydney four times in your predictions. The Aussie Open is in Melbourne, Victoria, and not Sydney. It's actually a massive insult to mistake Melbourne for Sydney. To make wow. up to the Melbourne fans, maybe come down under when Bruce plays here. Cheers and keep up the good work. Simon Kerwood, uh, Ballarat, Victoria, Australia. All right, Harry, apologize again. I do, but boy, <laughs> you know, did I say Sydney? I don't remember saying Sydney. I must have, but... um. This guy's a massive fan of yours. He, he's yeah, paying yeah. Well, attention. Listen, yeah. Darren, we know, how many how many fans do we have from Australia, Darren? How many they, write to us uh, and look, send us stuff from Australia? It's amazing. Australia, I think it's like our third the, biggest market or something. After they, you, I, you know, Australia, I mean, they, well, they're still. the best. I, I love yeah, it. they're yeah. great. But, so but I do you, say, how about just an apology, Harry? Really? I, I mean, said, come I, on, listen, I'm sorry for screwing up the cities, but I still gave out a, you know, uh, I, when I bet him, he was 17 to one. I said that in 10 championships and titles that he has, nine of them have been on hard court. The Australian Open in Melbourne is on hard court. So there you go. That made sense. Can oh, they, you, uh, thanks for writing in, Simon. But can you change the time difference? That's the only thing. I would have loved to have seen that center match, the five sets after going down two. But I wasn't anywhere well, I would have fell asleep during the football games. I couldn't have that, right? And plus, Sal, if you're down, you're down two nothing in the finals, you weren't watching the rest. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Although, if I, I, I will say, I asked, yeah. I asked Harry if he had 
what he had on it. And he sent us a bet from like, <laughs> he sent us a bet from like no. four, four months ago. It was a parlay, parlay he had and Jesus. he had Florida State in it, but he wrote on the ticket like Travis injury. <laughs> like that. Put uh, <laughs> this way, Brian, if Creighton wins the national championship, that's one heck of a crazy parlay that lost because Florida State had the injury to Jordan Travis and weren't able to play in. Wait a minute, what was the, the bet? Was they Florida State wins a championship? Is that what the it bet was? Florida State wins a championship. <laughs> well, calm it down. A, Even if he plays, that's a, you're double digit. <laughs> and, 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 and Creighton that's has to win the championship. And Creighton has to win the championship. Okay, yeah, we got yeah, ways yeah. to go so with this. That, that was his right. big center bet. That was his big center bet. He He had a two dollar parlay. No, with all right. those things. I had 20 on center at 17 to one. We didn't see that one. We didn't, yeah, you, didn't, you, you, wrote, you must have written all over that ticket. Too. I Nobody cashed. could tell what it was. Right. I cashed. Good job, Barry. Thanks for the, uh, the <laughs> email there. Unbelievable. <laughs> just well, keeps when, going. When, when, when the French Open comes around, we'll have picks for that, too. Yes. Where is that? In Nice, France? Tell us. Uh, mis- <laughs> misguide our crowd again. Uh, I don't know. All right. Listen, that's it. That's going to do it. Now, Cousin Sal's winning weekend coming up. You'll see these guys on there. That's Friday on FanDuel TV. You're going to see the playmaker, Michael Irvin. I sit and talk to him. Uh, always a good time. And that's going to do it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs and the 3 D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXTSTEP to 53342 in Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit C- ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.